G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We've got Rose Hill, it's been awful weather in Sydney for the last few weeks, but uh, thankfully it's been drying up a little bit. The track is still a heavy 10, but uh, to help us find a few winners, we've got Mark Sheen and Mark Roden. Mark Sheen, if I start with yourself, heavy 10 at the moment, but expecting that it'll probably be upgraded over the next 24 hours? Yeah, I would think so. We've had um, well, fine weather so far this morning. Yesterday was a, a good uh, clear day with, with a bit of wind around as well. So uh, fingers crossed we, we are on the improve. I think we've got more rain predicted for next week. But um, anyway, we'll get through Saturday first. Exactly. Day by day at the moment there in New South Wales. Mark Roden, welcome to you. Uh, we've got Rail True, wet track. Are you expecting any pattern to begin with? Uh, I'm... In the true, I'm hopeful that it'll play reasonably fairly. Um, we did top one day on a wet track in November when the rail was true, and it was very inside. Lane one was clear best that day, and you didn't want to be sweeping at all. But the last meeting they had here back on the 19th of February was in the true. It was a softish track, soft six or something, and it played pretty standard Rose Hill up and off. You know, Most got their chance. Didn't, probably didn't want to be on the inside of anything. So if it, if it plays like that, I think that'll <laughs> keep most of us happy. Okay. Uh, we're going to preview races four through eight. So we'll start off with race four. It's the Ajax. Uh, the favourite is Ellsberg at $1.80. That's the best you're getting Friday morning. Brutality's $4.60. Just Folk, $7.50. Kiku is around that $10 mark. And then Wairiri Falls at 13 or so. Blue Soldier's also sitting there around uh, $13. Mark Sheen, if I'll start with yourself, any interest here in race four? Well, it, it does look a walk in the park for Ellsberg again. Um, it looks a similar setup to the other day. He's drawn the outside barrier. The only other speed in the race does appear to be Blue Soldier. Just folk might uh, posse up handy, but um, yeah, it just looks a rinse and repeat for his last run. I would think. What do you think, mate? Yeah, it's it's hard to get away from him, isn't it? I, I, you know, sort of winced a bit seeing him at a dollar eighty, but I, I wouldn't want to be offering much bigger than that if I was bookmaking. Um, it's very difficult to get away with him. Yeah, the, the uh, look if he had an off day, the only one I could see knocking him over was just folk if it was a genuine, really, really wet track, but he does look very hard to beat. Well, I think that horse has had a foot abscess, hasn't he? Um, I think he, they were setting him for the All-Star Mile, and that's why he hasn't run for a month, so um, oh, yeah, it's got to, be, got to be a query around him. It does. I suppose, well, I suppose if he's got feet issues, the soft track plays into his favour, but yeah. yes, that's a negative for sure. <laughs> Alright, any uh, suggested bet then, uh, or we just Letting it go around uh, Ellsberg there, Mark Roden. Oh, I'm just going to say if they want to, if they want to bet better than even money, you'd probably have mm. to roll the dice, wouldn't you? Unless there was something horrible happened to it in the yard. Um, it does look a good thing. It's just a um, question of how your intestinal fortitude is with the uh, the tomato sauce and <laughs> how short you want to take. That's up to the individual. Okay, uh, let's jump to race five on the card. The Morris McCartan Group Three over eleven hundred. Uh, Rule of Law's favourite at 270 from Gravina at 360. You've got Shelby 66 backing up at 650. Remark is going to be racing at Rose Hill at $6.50 as well. Uh, and then Prime Star at around $14. Mark Sheen. What an intriguing race, uh, with especially Shelby 66 uh, backing up for the fourth week in a row and producing that. Um, well, if he produced that figure from the other day and he's on the limit here at 53, you'd be walking over broken glass to be back here, wouldn't you? But. <laughs> Bit of a different scenario going to Rose Hill, away from Ranwick. Um, yeah, he's a bit of a head scratcher going up. Well, I had him going up about 15 points on my ratings, so it's a big jump uh, last start. Whether he's going to repeat that, we've got Remark who's come here 
with a tie-back operation. Of course, he was a boom two-year-old, bit of a boom three-year-old, but um, obviously had some breathing problems. So, you know, does he improve with that operation or is he saying the same? And then we've got old mate Gravina here who's had the had the snip and uh, and has finally found the line winning last start. And rule of law, um, she did have the throat operations, won five straight. An intriguing race. I'm going with Gravina. Um, he owes me a fortune, but um, I'm going to stick with him. Looks to be a pretty fast race on paper to me with Space Boy in the race. I think he'll just sit off in Gravina and have last shot with the limit weight. I think uh, Remark, if he does uh, improve with that throat operation, might be the danger. Rule of law, look, he's done nothing wrong and he'll get a beautiful run here and I just don't know if I could come at the 270, that's all. Okay. Mark Roden, your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. It's uh, angles galore here. Um, yeah, he's just un- impossible to brush off his 66, isn't he? I mean, yeah. What do you do, ignore it? I mean... He's had a million runs. There's no figure like that anywhere else in his in his form anywhere. It's just, <clears throat> I suppose, you can't completely disregard it, but I, I don't know. maybe you save on him if you back something else because if he comes out and wins by eight like he could on that figure, you'd look a bit silly if he goes around $7. I, I really don't know. But, look, just leaving him to one side, side I like Grafina too. Look, uh, probably in the right part of the track first up, but he loves soft ground. And, uh, yes, with the gelding, it looks like his mind's on the job now. I might be one of the few people on, on the right side of him. I backed him that day, his first city win at Randwick when he was not a bad price, but he has been a bit in and out since then, I will grant. Um, however, on the limit weight, I think he's nicely placed. I had it in my head that he was a, Rose, a Randwick specialist, and he certainly all his best runs are there. But he's only had the one run at uh, Rose Hill, I think, and that was a long time ago. So I certainly can't pot him at Rose Hill yet. Uh, speaking of can't pot, you can't pot rule of law. He just continues to do everything right. Can he hold six in a row? I, I don't know. And at the short price, that's a query. <clears throat> Remark, I mean, look, these operations aren't what they were 10 years ago, I think. They seem to have a much higher success rate. The technology and techniques have improved, obviously. And I, I think Remark's a better horse. I, I just was worried that they'd scratched him on wet tracks a couple of times and I thought I was sure they'd go to Melbourne, but they, they haven't for some reason. So that's my query on him. Uh, judging by his trials, he's looks to be flying, but uh, trial form and race day form can be two different things. But, look, intriguing race, but I think I'll have something on Gravina. And, uh, it's, it's interesting remark, isn't it? He's had about four or five trials on slow and heavy tracks and it has seemed to handle it, but uh, trial pressure is different, of course, to race pressure. They're going to go pretty hard here, aren't they? Well, uh, yes. I mean, it's a good quality sprint field, you know, around the, the hairpin at Rose Hill on the 1100. But I just I thought there was a lead from them that they kept scratching him and then ended him in Melbourne and didn't go. I, yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Let's have a look at race six now, the far lap, the group two over 1,500 metres. Uh, Favourite is Sandgirl at $1.80. You've got Roots at $6, Never Been Kissed at 9 Mr Mozart at 13 Cape Breton at 15 Mark Sheen, any interest here in the shorts on Fangirl? Well, the, the Chris Waller fillies do look to have this race at their mercy. Um, Fangirl, of course, beating Roots there. I think it was in the Reg Allen Last time in Roots was pretty unlucky. Does meet uh, Fangirl two kilos worse. I wouldn't be worried about her going up from 12 to 15. She's only very lightly framed, so I don't think the fact that she's had four weeks between runs uh, will play against her. I think there was a change of ownership there and they were just deciding where they wanted to go. Uh, look, Fangirl probably on top, but um, look, I don't know if I could have them that far apart, to tell you the truth. Um, 
think thing will probably very hard to beat, but I think I think six dollars fifty and about one ninety roots is maybe a better way to go. Okay. Mark Roden, your thoughts? Uh, look, she's got to be favourite fangirl. Got into a terrible spot last time. Fantastic late figures. Look, odds on a horse that could be in the last, you know, third of the field again worries me. Uh, look, I expected to play reasonably fair and she should get her chance. But at that price, I'd rather, you know, everything, every box to be ticked and just let these get back horses at the very short price can be a bit of a... Bit of a nightmare scenario. Oh, look, I wouldn't back her at a dollar eighty, but I'm not desperate to bet against her. Um, Roots scratch from today's transferred Kembla Classic, which is now at Goulburn. Um, they had Joe McDonald look to ride. Obviously, he's not going to Goulburn today. Um, I think it's the danger. Uh, needed every bit of the twelve hundred at Warwick Farm first up. Um, certainly going to be better as uh, the distances get longer like this. And then I was out to Never Been Kissed, who uh, was beaten on a very heavy track first up, might get the lead reasonably comfortably here with the scratching of uh, Silent Impact. So it could run an improved race at uh, bigger odds, but I think all things being equal, Fangirl is definitely the one they all have to beat. Okay. Uh, race seven is the Group 3 Sky High stakes over 2,000, and Mount Popper is just favourite at 440 ahead of Skylab at 480. Great House is 550, Le Bol is 6, Stockman is 650, Too Much to Bear is 950. It's pretty even. Mark Sheen, could you pick it apart? Look, they're not uh, races I fancy betting in all that much, to tell you the truth. I can't see a lot of speed in the race. Maybe Too Much to Bear will take a sit. Spirit Ridge might roll across from the outside. Mount Popper probably be right on the pace. Um, look, he didn't parade much good there first up. Mount Popper, he sweated up quite badly and looked like that he needed the run. Um, look, if he got back to that form he was showing about a year ago, you'd, you'd want to be on him. But um, his run was probably OK. He was three wide there in a slowly run race at Wade for Age and did battle to the line. But I would like to see him parade a little bit better in the yard if I was going to butter up Dream there on Saturday. Skylab looked great before the race the other day. Just um, he goes from a fast run race to maybe a slowly run race. That's the only worry. But he has got a second in the race. He'll be getting here on a... Slow track, and he's got other good wet form. So um, thinking Mount Popper might need another run, I'd probably go for Skylab. But, uh, yeah, I'm not fussed on betting in the race. Okay. Mark Road, any thoughts here? Um, I quite like Mount Popper, to be honest. Uh, he's won twice at 2,000 second up previously. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't try it last prep. He went 14-16 last time. Uh, only had a very short preparation. Well, mo- most of his preparations have been short, to be honest. But um, second up at 2,000... Historically, hasn't been a problem for him. Wet track, uh, historically, hasn't been a problem for him. And, yeah, he covered ground in, a honestly, a much stronger race than this at Wait for Age. Drops down to 55 in a pretty, well, very compressed um, weight scale here under the set of weights and penalties. Uh, I think he's, at his best, the best horse in this field, and I think it better than 440s is uh, backable. I had Skylab as the danger, um, the map query Mark mentioned, and then I was out to Great House. I thought... A few of these in them, I wasn't, I, look, I, I don't think too much to bears uh, up to this level. Uh, Stockton and LeBow, I thought they're sort of like half a level off the likes of Mount Popper and Skylab and even Great House too. So I think I think this market's too compressed. It could be more spread out. And for that reason, I'll be backing Mount Popper. All right. We'll finish off the preview with the Group 1 Coolmore Classic race eight over 1,500 metres. Uh, the scratching so far are the 10 Lelude, 13 Kiku and 16 Fangirl. Uh, so the favourite currently is Espiona at $3.70. Uh, 
Lighthouse, promise of success there around $650. You've got Expat and Hinged at $750, then out to $13 for Wonderbar. Mark Sheen, any idea, any thoughts here, any bet that you can come up with? Look, it's interesting they put the earmuffs pre-race on Espiona. As I mentioned, there was a poor parade from her at Ramwick the other day. She got very worked up in the yard, or compared to the previous run, she sweated up. So uh, those earmuffs uh, obviously put on to try and get her to settle down a bit better. And we do know that Chris Waller is a master of getting them to peak uh, for Group 1s. Look, if you said to somebody six weeks ago, Espiona's in a handicap with 50 kilos, you, you, you would have taken them at $1.30, wouldn't you? Yeah. Have first up. That was favourite for the Everest, wasn't it? <laughs> but I, I don't know if I want to back her off that last run if she mm. parades like she did. Look, I, I think I'll be swayed by the way the track's playing coming to this race. I think Expat is a very good wet tracker, and if it's uh, playing to on paces, she's going to be hard to beat. And I thought... Promise success was not very well ridden the other day. It was, it was like a race, so, you know, we'll just wait for the Coolmore sort of thing. So uh, I think it uh, has got a good chance, but she's a back marker and will need luck. So I'm going to be swayed by the way the track's playing at the moment. I'll probably go for expat. Espiona, obviously, the big query with no weight on her back. I don't have a lot of luck with Jay Ford, unfortunately, but um, it could easily bowl in. Mark Roden, I was just going to say that the trainer and jockey combination, last 100 runners, they've had five winners between Jay Ford and Chris Waller. What are you making of the jockey booking here? Well, it's not just you then, Mark. Chris Waller doesn't have much luck with him either. Um... <laughs> and then, didn't he win a semi cup for him, though? <laughs> he did win something. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, when you get down to this weight range, your options are limited, aren't they? So you've got to sort of get what you're given to some extent. Uh, oh, this is fascinating. It really is. I had a, a, I won't say an argument, I had an exchange with the Hong Kong racing rider Hats Aitken about this horse a couple of weeks ago, which is not something I recommend is having exchanges on Twitter late at night for a start, <laughs> but anyway, it happened. He thought Espiona was poorly ridden at Randwick and should have won by a couple of lengths, which I thought was a bit much. Um, I, I didn't see that myself. My, my big query on this prep has been her weighing in. I think she needs a set of blinkers. The earmuffs might help a parade bearer, but they're not going to stop her ducking in when uh, the jockey goes for her. Look, she's got... There's a massive engine in there. We know that. She's absolutely ridiculously well-weighted with 50, and I'm sure she's got another level in her, but does does Jay Ford get it to go that that next level where Joe McDonald hasn't been able to? I know this is grand final day, but... Oh, she... Yeah, she's very hard to price for me. I, I think I'll be letting her go. I don't know if we'll be betting against her. I think uh, both Lighthouse and Expat map very well. I know Expat's one at a mile around Gosford. I just think, well, it doesn't look to be mad pressure. I just, you know, just being a big field in the group one, it, it might just sort of turn up naturally, a bit, a bit of pressure and out, out to 1500 might test her, but you are getting a price and Tom Sherry has a great affinity with her. I think she's a great chance and Lighthouse, well, it, you know, that was in the Forbidden Love Benefit last week and it, it was best of the chases and it'll be on pace again. So they're, they're the dangers, as the market suggests. The promise of success I really wanted to find, but I just think it's going to be back and wide and I don't think they want to be there. If it had drawn better, I, I could easily see myself being with her. Hinge gets her condition. She proved herself as a superior wet tracker last start, but she had the perfect run and a perfect ride last time. And uh, Mr. Pike is going to have to do something a bit clever from 12. So it's a really good race. It revolves around Espiona. Obviously, I've tortured myself over it, and I think I've come up with no bet. But, um, yeah, <laughs> fascinating race. All right. That brings us to the end. I'll get some best players from you both. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. 
Yeah, look, it's a tricky day not knowing how the track's going to play, but I think She's Extreme should win the second. She was very unlucky um, in the lead-up at Ramwick a couple of weeks ago, got uh, caught behind a very tired horse, and uh, the rider probably took the wrong option waiting instead of getting on his bike, and it cost her the race. And I thought Zoom On um, was pretty impressive winning at Canterbury. I know I've got all favours in front, but uh, I liked the way it paraded before the race and was only second up, so... I think they'll be hard to beat, um, just hoping that the track plays fairly. Okay, that's uh, race two. You're getting $2.70, best available shares extreme. And then going to race 10, $3.90 for Zoom On, number 12. Mark Roden. Um, not better the century, but I'm, I think Mount Popper, I've got it shorter, to be honest, as I, I mentioned in my comments. I, I think that market's a bit compressed. They've got about five close together, and I think it should be a bit more spread out. So I think he's a... I think he's a Okay, bet Mount Popper. Okay, $4.40 there for Mount Popper. Thank you very much to you both. We'll join Rob on Monday to review this meeting. Till then, guys, go well.